Are you sick and tired of the financial bondage that's been holding you back? Are you ready to take charge of your finances to cut your mortgage payment in half while reducing your taxes significantly? If yes, then this podcast is for you. Fiscal Fitness and Freedom can pay off the national debt in less than 10 years. So from humble beginnings of just about $500, Scott built a billion-dollar mortgage company. So here's your host, Scott Smith. Hi, welcome back to Fiscal Fitness and Freedom. In this episode, I'm going to focus on answering questions that have been coming in. If you look on the podcast website towards the bottom, there's a little speaker. You can send me your questions. Just push the button and speak your mind. And with good questions, your question will appear on a future episode. So we're going to start with a couple of questions that have come in recently. I had one viewer who wrote in a very nice question. He said, I love all your, your solutions. He said, what would you say the single biggest problem in our economy is today? What's the single biggest problem? And then he went on to give some suggestions. He said, is it uh, too much federal spending? He's trying to lead me into that argument. He said, is it people won't work? You know, just sort of the little bullet point that you'll hear between CNN and Fox, if you watch them for a few minutes. And I would say the biggest single problem in our economy today is that we're taxing the wrong thing. I'd sum it up that way. Um, when we tax income and or when we tax sales, sales tax are usually at the state and, and local level. Income tax can be at the state level and the federal level. Both of those taxes, I believe, are deadly. We should not be taxing income or sales. 100 years ago, when we first implemented an income tax, an income tax made sense. An income tax back then replaced a tobacco and alcohol tax. At that time, in 1900, 80% of our government's revenue came from alcohol and tobacco taxes. Alcohol and tobacco are such tiny portions of the overall economy today, you would never think that you ought to be able to support the entire federal government with an alcohol and tobacco tax, okay? That would be ludicrous. The same thing has happened to income. Income has become a smaller and smaller portion of the total economic pie. Just think of the economy is a pie and there's a slice of the pie that is our income. That slice has been narrowing and narrowing. And so when we're trying to tap income as our source for revenue, we come up short. And so then that you naturally can begin to blame government spending saying, because you see you're being taxed to the nose and you're thinking, well, how, how much more could we be taxed? And so government spending must just be too huge. But government spending, if you took the total amount of spending that we spend and you look at the size of the economic pie, government spending has been a shrinking section of the pie too, which you never hear that. Instead, you want to implement a payment tax. And a payment tax is a minuscule tax of about a quarter of 1% that's applied to every payment that is made in the economy. So yeah, it taxes your income, but at a quarter of a percent, not 
10, 20, 30, 40% as we do today. It taxes sales, but at a quarter of a percent, what is the sales tax in your state right now? Eight, nine percent? It's more than a quarter of a percent. And so a payment tax does not tax the consumer very much. It's only a quarter percent either on their income or, or what they buy. And that gives you a lot more spendable money. And a payment tax, because it's taxing this huge piece of the pie at a quarter of a percent, generates three or four up to five times as much money as an income tax can generate. And so now suddenly you're awash in cash. And if you look at my proposal at a quarter of a percent, you not only balance the budget, but you can afford basic income of $24,000 per person, free health care, free college, free day care for anyone earning less than 50 grand. You afford all this stuff and you have a $2 trillion surplus each year. And that's at a quarter of a percent. So it isn't that government spending is too high. It's not that we're spending it on the wrong thing. It's that we're taxing the wrong thing. And by taxing the thing that is most near and dear to us, which is our income, instead of payments, we're hurting all of ourselves collectively as citizens. So the biggest problem in our economy today is we're taxing the wrong thing. I get a lot of questions on the national debt. You guys must be on your mind a lot because it's in the news a lot. And it's interesting. The questions seem to fall in two camps. And this is not a scientific survey of you, but one camp seems to be alarmed and national debt's going through the roof at 31, 32 trillion, no end in sight. And then I get some people write in and they're like, it's almost like a bogus problem. And why all this attention to the national debt? And maybe I'll surprise you. It's a little of both. It's a little true. In a certain sense, the national debt, you know, back when it was $5 trillion and we were wringing our hands over it, now it's over $30 trillion. A trillion means a little different thing in each of those times. And, but it does so in large measure because the national debt is the thing that devalues the dollar. So the answer is not that you just devalue the dollar to whatever level of national debt you have. Eventually, that results in runaway inflation. And inflation and the devaluation of the dollar is what contributes to the divide between the wealthiest of our people and all the rest of us. And so that it's not a sustainable way to look at it. A piece about the national debt that you can never escape is the interest payments. That's a pretty significant part of our budget. If it's a significant part of our budget, think of it this way. It's a significant part of the taxes you pay. In other words, if we're paying 12, 15, 18% of our budget in interest each year, that means that 12, 15, 18% of your taxes are going to interest. In other words, if we didn't have that growing debt and we didn't have the deficit, you would be paying 12, 15, 18% less in taxes. Of course, if we go with a payment tax, you're going to be paying 300% less than what you're paying today or, or even less than that. You could be paying a quarter of a percent, which is much less than you're paying. So the solution of a payment tax solves not only 
lower taxes, but it balances the budget and it allows us to pay off the national debt. So under the plan that I'm proposing, we could literally completely pay off the national debt in less than 10 years. I detail that in my book, A Tale of Two Economies, um, which is available on Amazon. You can also read about it for free on my Foundation for a Better Economy website. But the national debt at its very best is a huge nuisance. And at its worst, it helps to destroy the dollar over time. So that's it for today's episode of Fiscal Fitness and Freedom. Head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week who posts a review on iTunes will win a chance in a grand prize drawing to win a $25,000 value grand prize drawing for a private VIP mentoring session with Scott Smith himself. Be sure to head on over to fiscalfitnessandfreedom.com and pick up a copy of Scott's blueprint to discovering your own unique formula to personal success. And join us on the next episode.